honest. Uh. Oh, you prayed for us. Savior never came for us. I studied Kane. My niggas back in Kane. Yeah. Well, we both trying to do yay numbers. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Lost yeah. Uh. My justice hesitated because I'm melanated. What? I can smell the devil fragrance when the metal blazes. These killers got no mask. I mean, they vaccinated. All right, we are back with another episode, another podcast episode of Revenue and Relationships. Season two. Season two with Andre Hatchett and Annalisa. And this is an opportunity for us to sit down with entrepreneurs. We talk about relationships. We talk about business and really just get in their heads um, so that you all can get inspired. So, Andre, what you have going on? A lot. Man, life is good. Life's good. I got a new shirt. Okay. Um, Out here talking with you wonderful people, businesses, they're going extremely well, Staff and my team are kicking major, but shout out to y'all. Appreciate you guys big time. Life is good. I'm in a great space. Yeah. Great energy. I got a new car. We love it. We love new things. You get to <laughs> spend all that money car. you be making. <laughs> we love it. Shout out to the new car. How, how you feeling? You were you were in LA recently. I was in LA. You are LA. I do like LA. I would live in LA for like a year. You got the LA vibe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I would buy real estate there. It's just so expensive. I yeah, think, I don't even but know if it's worth it. But, but I, 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 I like can see you a nice high rise out there. Okay, somebody else should pay for it. <laughs> I mean, soft life. I mean, hey. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. But yeah, life's good. I need a vacation though. LA to me wasn't really. A mm. I was just I don't know eating food. That's it. I'm going to Miami in a couple of weeks too. I'm going to Miami. Um, Gonna do what Miami do. I don't know if that counts as a vacation for yeah, rich people. Yeah, it does. Like okay. Yeah, yeah. So, alrighty then. So, we're obviously always working. We have another entrepreneur on the podcast that's always working too. So, we have Rod here, and Rod is—he's pretty much the go-to hard money lending. He kind of owns his space. Came an so, authority figure. Yes, I'm gonna give you opportunity to introduce yourself, let people know who you are, what you bring to the table, and what you're known for. Okay, okay. So, first of all, thank you both for having me on the platform. Pleasure to meet you. Um, See you. My name is. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Rod Standback. You know, as you said, um, from Philly, I'm living in Maryland now. I'm a hard money lender. I got into hard money via real estate investing. I still invest in real estate, but hard money is my preference. So that's why I choose to do that on a day-to-day basis but um yep just here in town come to kick it with some cool folks you know so. appreciate that yes, appreciate let's that. get into it uh we, we, we talked about how he became an authority figure in his space one of the things a lot of new entrepreneurs and people uh, can learn in job entrepreneurship is you can excel at one thing then branch out to different things 80 mm-hmm. percent of his content now he's showing some lifestyle content he'd be at the <laughs> we zoo love to stuff. see it yeah <laughs> he'd be on a boat but uh 70, 80% hard money, hard money loans. How do you get this? How do I turn this land into some some um, homes? Hard money loans, hard money loans, hard money loans. He drilled in his message even to the point where I asked someone on Instagram, say, if I know any hard money, hard money loans, yeah, hit up my man Rod. Every time. Master your message. It will make you millions. I All right, agree. let's throw that out there. So no, let's back up. For the people who don't know what hard money lending is, what is it? So hard money is essentially an alternative to traditional lending, which in traditional lending would be a loan that you would traditionally get from like a mortgage banker, you know, for like an owner occupied property that you're going to live in personally mm-hmm. or from a bank, you know. But um, so we are exclusively for uh, owner, non-owner occupied or business purpose loans. Okay. Yep. So as long as it's for investment purposes, I'm the guy to call for sure. Okay. Uh, investment purposes. So so if I have a house that I currently live in, but I'm getting a different house, mm-hmm. but I want to pick out a loan on that house that I'm currently living in, how would that work? 
that can work, but you just need to change your address first because okay. if we go to do a loan and it reflects your address on your ID, then it's getting denied automatically. You can't do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hard money loans. Uh, what's the FICO score needed? It depends. It depends on the type of loan. So if it's a short-term loan for like fix and flips, bridge, new construction, um, as low as 600. But if it's a long-term loan for rental, what is it, short-term rental or long-term rental, uh, it can it the uh, it depends, but you know it can start as low as six hundred. But on average, for us it's six hundred. You know, at flip funding, but on average, in the industry is about six sixty for a rental loan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, why would somebody go to you compared to uh, Wells Fargo or JP Morgan or somebody? Not Wells Fargo. Yeah, definitely not no. Wells Fargo. <laughs> oh, hell no. I mean, so for me, you know, I'm 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 a no brainer because especially for investors because. Um, I don't require tax returns. I don't mm. require W-2s or income documentation. Yeah. Um, sometimes not even bank statements, you know, yeah. so really easy. We practically give the money away, you okay. know, so, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. I love it. I love it. So let's back up a little bit. So you're, it's so many different ways to get into real estate investing in real estate, period. Why did you choose hard money lending? Why, why did you decide to own that industry? I just saw the opportunity because, um, I found it through somebody that was teaching me real estate. So when I first got into real estate, you know, I bought my first couple of properties. They were stolen. And um, after that, I went and got a, I went okay. and got a, we just going to bypass the fact that they were stolen. I know, like, it's the norm or something like that. But. I'm laughing because I know the story. And what he told me, I was like, yeah. what do you mean? It's yeah. the wild people out there. Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. So, you know, I, that was all I had at the time. So I went and got educated. And the guy that... I learned real estate from, you know, he was a hard money lender. He didn't teach me that game, but, I, it, it, you know, it, it's planted a seed because I'm like, well, first of all, I never heard of it. And secondly, I damn sure didn't see any, you know, anybody of color in that industry. So mm. I'm like, well, wow. I hear about real estate, but I never hear about anybody offering the financing. So I knew it was a lot of opportunity. So, you know, I decided to explore it. And the journey was rough because I didn't have any blueprint to follow, yeah. you know, but yeah. um, it was well worth it, though. Okay. Yeah. Mobile notary is the reasons how is it that i've been able to not have a job for the past 13 years been job free mobile notary is the reason how is it that i've been able to create a pathway to financial freedom through either being self-employed or being the middleman mobile notary is the reason how is it that i've been able to hire staff create payroll for people to create jobs for people to help 20,000 plus people either leave the full-time workforce and or either be workforce less dependent, great side side or part-time income. And why do you think is so important for someone, a person of color to kind of be in this industry? Because we're basically non-existent. You know, I've been in this lending industry mm -hmm. since 2013. And um, I honestly can count on one hand, less than a handful of us, you know, are, are really in a strong position within this industry. And it's mainly due to a lack of information um, because a lot of us assume that you need to be rich or come from a fluent background, you know, in order to raise money to lend. But everybody's using everybody else's money, whether it's an institution, you're raising money from um, individuals, whatever, but nobody's lending their own money. Most people aren't. 95% of people aren't. Yeah, yeah. other people's money. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so I have a house next door to me. It's a real scenario that, that they're asking 254. Mm -hmm. If I come to you to buy the house, what would it cost me uh, theoretically out of pocket to get into that house on a bare minimum basis? 
Now, does it need any repairs? No. Okay, so you had to put down 20%. 20%. So it'll be about 50K, you know, for the down payment, okay. plus uh, any fees that's associated with the uh, transaction. Okay. Uh, how much are the fees looking like? <laughs> so uh, for the loan, anywhere, but it depends on your experience, you know. So as um, far as the points, and for those who don't know, points is – one point is one percentage of a loan amount. So if we charge two points at two percent, whatever, so um, it ranges between two and three percent, depending on your experience okay. um, of the loan amount. Yeah. Okay. If the house did need repairs, would it cost me more money or, or less? Less. Less. If the house needs work, it costs me less money. Yep. All right. Let's say it needs work. What would it cost me to get into the property? So we could potentially um, p- uh, provide ninety percent of the financing for that project. And so instead of 20% down, be 10% down. So $25,000 down. Yep. And we'll give you 100% of the money to fix it up. Hey. <laughs> okay. Y'all All right. Need, y'all might need to talk later. We got to talk to Rod about getting <laughs> my portfolio up. Yeah. Shout out I to that. It. Okay. So you talked a little bit about just like edu- educating people within the real estate space. And there's a lot of people online who talk about real estate. How do you find out if that person is trustworthy? So the people that you're mm. talking to, because, mm. I mean, you can have one property. I mean, there's people out there teaching real estate that don't own any property. <laughs> Wild. So it's a little bit strange out here. So how do you feel like people should know or what should they look for when trusting someone to educate them about getting into real estate? I would say don't go off of what people are saying. You know what I mean? Don't just listen to people. You know, do research. Ask for receipts. Like, you mm. know what I mean? It's in this day and age, you got to ask for receipts. You get, you know, receipts can be, you know, I want to see an actual transaction that you were a part of. Like, show me a HUD or show me somebody that you partnered with or somebody that actually knows, you know what I mean, that you actually do this or they were a client of yours or something. I need Absolutely. to see proof. You got to see proof these days because people are good. I mean, like. Mm. The HUD don't lie. The HUD don't. The HUD don't, the HUD don't lie. lie. I dig and that. I think that's so important to ask people who have done work with you before. Like, literally, when I send out, like, emails for potential clients, I say, these are clients that I've currently worked work with or I worked with in the past. Feel free to reach out to them. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to be sure about this partnership. I'm in your webinar, right? You're in my webinar. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I tell them, you can reach out to Andre. We've done work before. So even people that enroll in my virtual assistant course, yeah. I'm like, reach out to my past students. I literally have over 200 five-star reviews. Like, I can't I can't edit that. Yeah. Press I can't edit that on their, <laughs> their platform. Ethics. So you can believe me or you cannot believe me. Ethics. But I think people definitely need to be able to do their own research when they're making that investment Sweet. and learning yeah. from other people. So. How are you enjoying the online space? So, so Rod, he's been one of those rich, quiet Deep people side. for years. Just does what he does, have a good time. Uh, how are you enjoying being more of a public figure, per se? Man, you know, it's a journey. You know, it's a journey. I feel like a, I feel like I'm a new guy. Like I am new to the internet space. You know, I feel like I'm just getting started. You know, Again, like, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, it is. It's overwhelming for me. It is. You know. Um, just getting adjusted to the cameras and stuff like that. You say I'm sweating a little bit now, but mm-hmm. if you'd have found me six months ago, I'd have been sweating bullets, like really? stuttering okay. and everything, you okay. know. So it's a journey for me, but I'm having fun with it for sure. You know, um, getting great feedback is different. It's different. Yeah. Do you own real estate as well or just lend money out? Yeah, I own real estate as well. How much yeah. real estate do you own? Um, I got, what, well, 15 properties right now. I just bought three properties this year. Um, I'm not that active, but I did buy three properties this 15 year. 15 properties, I'm not that active. How I'm old not are that you, active. Just here. I'm, I'm 38. Yeah. 38, 15 yeah. properties. Almost half of the age. Not that I, okay, keep going. Keep going. 15. <laughs> Shout out so, to you for that. 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but most of my properties I sold, you know, because when I first got involved in real estate, people weren't really holding like that. You know, mm. it wasn't cool to hold, and I really didn't see the value in it. You know, because I was like, man, I want the big property. I don't want to yeah. be holding on to the property, getting yeah. a few hundred a month and this and that. But you know, there is definitely a benefit in that. You know, because I call it the best of both worlds. You know, because you get to capitalize off of the equity if you. If you repair the property, mm -hmm. but then if you hold it, you also get that passive, uh, you know, income each month. You know, so long as you got a good property manager, you know, then that's I, the key. You know, yeah. That's key. Yeah. What, sure. What's your favorite kind of property to own? Uh, duplex, commercial, single family, or, or yeah, multi-family. Multi-family. Sure. How many units is your biggest property? My biggest property is five units. Shout out five to that. units right Shout now. Shout out to that. Yeah. 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 How's landlord life? It's not fun. It's not fun. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not We're giving fun. you honest feedback. Honest answers. Okay. I love it here. Yeah. Shout out to y'all with the honesty. It's not fun, but but you still stick with it. Yeah. Because, wow. you know, it's a it's an investment. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All investments aren't fun. You know, yeah. you do it for to generational wealth, you know, yeah. to, for retirement. Success isn't fun. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about that on the last episode when I was talking about, y'all see me do all this stuff. I don't know if I'm necessarily having fun. Success isn't fun. It's <laughs> like, the after, it's the rewards from it. It's the reward, the results. But it, it's boring to get there, hard work to get there. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, making money, I don't know if I can say this, making money can be boring sometimes, you know? It can definitely be boring. It, yeah. can, it can be boring. Yeah. So I think it's just consistency, showing up. Yeah. And we're adults. People need to realize we're adults, especially we us adults. as men. Like we don't have a choice, man. Like, right. like yeah, I ain't got a choice. Nah, no, yeah, I ain't got a choice. We can't tweet soft life. No. And, and soft life equals rich man. By the way, if you guys ever see a woman type, it, be, it means rich man. Soft life equals rich man. Does for, it for most people who aren't you? Yeah, it, <laughs> it means it the man is funding. It means a man is funding the softness. Oh, okay. Mm. I never heard of that. At least shipping in. <laughs> okay. Right. right. Okay, we're gonna have to put that at the bottom of the screen. Put that at the bottom. Soft life, rich man. All right. So where you are at now, you're 38. Mm -hmm. You um, have a real estate portfolio. Are you developing property still? Yeah. So I'm doing my first land development right now. Uh, I bought Sweet. 34 acres in North Carolina. 34 acres? Yeah. Can, can we pause for just a second? He's just caught casually throwing out all these accomplishments. No reaction. Just yeah, like no big deal. It's just what I do. You know, I bought 30 <laughs> acres last weekend. It's not, nothing too shabby. Shout so. out to you, brother. How'd you find <laughs> thank it? Thank you. Thank you. Actually, um, believe it or not, I found, well, it was, it was so it was family uh, property. So my grandfather owned like 500 acres of uh, land back in North Carolina. Um, he bought it, him and his cousin bought it in 1911. Wow. And um, he died. They was for farmland. So mm -hmm. my dad, all his brothers, the entire sibling, everybody was farming, you know. So mm -hmm. when my grandfather died, they were late. <laughs> they were done. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They just, they forgot about it because they hated it. You mm -hmm. know, they didn't like farming. My dad came to Philly and everybody else left the land, whatever. So when my grandfather died, land was just sitting, just grew, just far off, uh, grew trees and stuff like that. So... They old, and you know my dad moved back down there. All his brothers moved back down there, so they now they got to cut the grass, and it's just oh, a headache for them now. But the problem is, I've been expressed interest in the land. They were like, "Oh yeah, we'll let you know." Then a couple years later, I just happened to check again. They like, "Oh, we about to sell it, or oh, it's, it's under contract." I'm like, "Well, I just asked y'all about this, like you know, <laughs> they ain't mentioned it, so." Business owners, I think it's insane that you want to elevate your business, but you haven't delegated anything. You're probably a profitable business owner, but you're overwhelmed, overworked, and burnt out, and you need time to spend with your friends and family. 
Hi, my name is Annalisa, the owner of Elevated Assist, a virtual assistant and social media management agency. We're here to provide admin services or social media support. Some of the things we can do for you include managing your email, calendar management, travel arrangements, we'll even have flowers sent to your mother's house on Mother's Day. So if you're looking for someone to help support your business, Elevated Assist is going to be the best choice. We're here to do things you don't have time to do, you don't wanna do, or you don't know how to do. So book a free call with Elevated Assist today. <clears throat> they was like, oh, it's too late. Yeah, we're gonna sell another part so you can get that or whatever. So I'm like, whatever. Um, but then I found out that North Carolina has a loophole. So they had, one of my uncles passed away, and um, obviously he went to the heirs. Mm -hmm. He had a few kids. They couldn't find one of them. They still can't find them. Actually, he might be in ATL somewhere. That's what they think. Where you at? You know, he might but, be in the best fest. He's around a shelter somewhere or something. But, <laughs> but that was a blessing for me, you know, yeah. because uh, hopefully in good shape or whatever he at. But because he couldn't sign it, they had to do a quiet title process. And I was familiar with that because that's what I had to do when – I had purchased those stolen properties. Mm -hmm. um, so after the quiet title process, North Carolina has a statute that says it's a 10-day uh, upbid period where anybody can come in and place a higher bid. You know, So I found out about that. Oh. I came on down to North Carolina, put in the upbid, and I made it like substantially higher than you know what the um, he had on the contract for to let him know I'm in business. You know what I mean? So did that. Then the agent called me. And um, he was like, whoa, I was blown away by this. And I was like, I don't know why. I was like, he was like, oh, yeah, me and me and your family was blown away by this offer. I'm like, they definitely wasn't blown away because I told them what I was going to do. <laughs> like, you know, so uh, I explained, you know, why I wanted it. I was like, my dad always told me to you never sell this land, never sell this land. I was like, mm -hmm. so why are they selling it? You know, it behooves me, but I'm here and I'm, I'm going to fight. I was talking big. I'm like, yeah, I'm fighting. I'm going to go up. Whatever. I'm down. I'm going up, whatever. Like, I need this land, you know, trying to, because I know he's going to relay the message to the, the, uh, the other buyer. And um, it worked, you know. So, but then the, I think the guy, you know, he probably had integrity anyway, because yeah. I think it's bad karma to try to outbid someone's, you know, someone's family's property, Absolutely. you know. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Absolutely. Got it time. Let's keep it in the family. So, so yeah. what, what, what are you going to build on the property um so my plan is to make it like a uh, like a modern camping slash glamp ground you know because mm. i want to get black people back outdoors you know when yeah. you know a lot of us don't be outdoors no more and i've just recently discovered the outdoors i like to go hiking and mm -hmm. fishing and stuff so um i want to set it up it's a lake like right across the road actually my family owns some land right there bordering the lake so i'm um, trying to get that other parcel okay. um yeah, I, so I built the road, put a one-acre pond. No, yeah, one-acre pond in there right now and everything. But um, it's One-acre pond? Yeah. All these casual flexes, Just man. casual flexes. Like you got your you own know. pond. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's a huge Thank deal. You. Are you using hard money for this? No, no. Using your own money? Cash, yeah. How much cash? Yeah. Casual flexes. <laughs> Just any, anything, anything else. I mean, the anything else. The pressure for me. <laughs> yeah, because the one thing about hard money is difficult. You can get it, but, you know, you, it's, it's easier to get it when it's conjunction in conjunction with the construction project. Yeah. And I'm not building yet, so, yeah, it's all just out of pocket right now. It's killing me, but, you know, make it It'll pay off. Yeah. yeah, it would definitely pay off. So we talk also about revenue and relationships. How important it is for your kids mm -hmm. to kind of see the real estate side of things, you developing things? Because I know that you bring them along on your little mm -hmm. adventures and stuff like that. I think it's I think it's really uh, important. So I didn't have that, you know, when I was growing up. But like 
my my buddy did, you know, and not in the real estate, but his dad, I saw the impact it had on him. So his dad was like a mechanic. He was like a car enthusiast. He had all the old schools and stuff. So he, every one of his kids knew how to fix cars. They, you know, they were in love with cars and now they're doing well for themselves. Like, you know, he really supplied them with the tools when they were young, you know, and it made a difference. They grew up in the hood like everybody else, but they were different from everybody else because he was in their life, gave them direction. And, you know, they went outside the neighborhood and stuff. So, like, experiences are everything. You know what I mean? Um, Big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It it sticks with you forever. Yep. Damn. Hard money lending. So, if somebody wanted to pursue hard money lending, would would they be uh, a loan officer, per se? Or or is it, like, a different title? Um, So... Yeah, you can. Well, it depends. It depends how you want to approach it. So even within lending, it's a lot of things you can do, you know, other than being a lender. You know, of course, you could be a broker, you know, which is good because there's less risk. Um, but even outside of that, you can be a loan processor. So you, as a processor, you're basically like um, taking a loan, you're ordering appraisals, ordering title, insurance and stuff like that. Um, you could be an underwriter, underwriters analyzing the deal to make sure that, you know, this Everything checks out, you know, to make sure that the bar was qualified, the deal is qualified, stuff like that. So it's a lot of different, you know, angles that you can get involved in within that. Are you the broker? No, I started out as a broker. Yeah, I still do broker loans still sometimes. Broker yeah. What's your exact title right now? A owner of the company. <laughs> yeah, owner of the company. Yeah. CEO. CEO. Yeah. Okay. But uh, how much would it take for us to get to where you're at? Would it take a lot of cash up front? Knowledge. Just knowledge. Just knowledge. Yeah, yeah. It'll take cash to get in my part, in my position now, you know, because my model is um, we fund the deal, you know, in-house, and then we sell it to third-party institutions, and they package it up. Um, they call aggregators. They package up loans and sell them on Wall Street or securities. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. then you also have a university and a program where you kind of teach people to do what you basically do, right? Yep. Share with share with the, the audience about that program. So the program is called Hartman University, and Hartman University essentially teaches, you know, it's really specifically geared toward minorities, but, of course, I'm not discriminating. You know, I'll take, you know, anybody. Sign up, hit the lick. But, yeah, I only target minorities because, you know, it's a lack of us, you know, present within the industry. But, you know, basically teaching people how to get involved in the lending industry. And like I said, you know, debunking all the myths, because hard money has a lot of myths. People see hard, and they think it's a difficult process. And a lot of people just say that, and they have haven't really utilized it, you know, but they don't realize that hard money is beneficial, especially in times like now. So, you know, during bad economies, banks back out, they shut down, you know, but that's when hard money becomes even more relevant because it's like the only option. Mm. Uh, you know, it's more opportunities during bad economies, but so the only way to capitalize off of it is if you use hard money or private finance. Got it. So you think it's probably a great time to enroll in the program to prepare for what's coming? Absolutely. That's what I, how much is the program? For you, <laughs> for me and our viewers and our viewers, a million dollars for you. Oh okay. damn! Huh? I need a payment plan. No, no but we have we have different uh, levels. So we have um, the I'm sorry, what's the first plan? I'm sorry. All right. Well, I know it's uh, four ninety seven. Um, can't think of the name for some reason right now. But so that's that's basically um, you get in. And you basically like a you know an affiliate or something. We teach you how we give you education and stuff, but that's a way to get in and start getting paid without you know a big you know um, entry fee or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I teach you how to be the broker. That's about four. That's five four thousand nine hundred ninety nine five thousand. You know. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, it's a nine week. Well, it's nine modules. We give you uh, action steps, resources, everything that I currently use within my business. You get access to. 
Um, this created like a loan origination software. You get access to that. And I give you 50 lenders, you know, within the industry that I've used, you know, in the past. And they all verified to, you know, they're able to execute. So that that's like one deal. Like, we're, we're, we're right. Like one deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out yep. to Rod. And, and Rod, uh, so, so here's the good thing about our show, and Lisa, is so far, everybody who we interviewed, we personally know me personally. Like, we actually don't talk to people who don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know I don't. We, at all. She looks like people like that. Y'all don't know that. But I, will I, don't. Blo- I will block you, okay? <laughs> so uh, Rod is somebody who we can personally vouch for. Great yeah. guy. Knows what he's doing. Ethical. So he is somebody who you can hit the link, spend your money with, and, and you will get what you need to learn to get in the game. And this is also another person that uh, I gave a virtual assistant to. So our last yeah. guest oh, yeah. has yeah. a virtual assistant through me. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of all works out. Mm-hmm. When you do good business, it's like a circle, and which is why you have to do good business, right? Because yeah. the circle, uh, someone needs something notarized where you live. Someone needs something fingerprinted where you live. Something. Someone needs a loan closed where you live. The best form of passive income is to do good business. Absolutely. Yeah. It always comes back to you. People will work your name in rooms that you aren't even physically in, yeah. and it will come back to you. That's funny because I tell my students like, because we I don't really I don't do any paid ads for Elevated Assist for the agency. So everyone, yeah. every new clients we get are all referrals for yeah. other people. Yeah, I don't think you've ever done any paid ads for Elevated no. Assist, have you? No. It works. It works. It works. Yeah, it works. So. All right. Rod, the man, the myth, the legend. Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, brother. Which stakes do you lend in? Uh, we're nationwide, with Ooh. the exception of Arizona, Nevada, um, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Idaho. All right, ain't no way there anyway. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> They're nationwide. Yeah. All right, guys, the whole should be below. And Elisa, any closing notes? No, no. If you all want to get into uh, hard money lending, where can they find you? Website, socials? Yep, so uh, Instagram is rod underscore hard money. Um, website for loans is flipfunding.com. That's F L I P F U N D I N G.com. And hardmoneyuniversity.com if you'd like to learn more about how to get involved in the lending industry and become the bank for real estate investors. Great domain name. Um, how can we learn from you on, on how to, to live a luxury lifestyle yes. from your computer? Yes. <laughs> Um, you all can follow me at Just Annalisa. That's J U S T A N N A L I S A. You can go to www.justannalisa.com. If you need a virtual assistant and/or social media manager, www.elevatedassist.com. You can follow us on socials as well. And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Be sure to subscribe to the right. YouTube channel. Yeah, all that. You see all yes. that right there? Go there. Yes. Give us five stars so we can bring tweet you more that content. sucker. We need tweets. All that. Um, and, and enroll with me. Rock out with me. I'll teach you how to make money as a mobile notary public. 16 years in the game. 2 through 12kclub.com. 2 through 12kclub.com. Recession proof your life. That's right. Love it. Thank you. Thank y'all. Wave runners. How you pray for us. Savior never came for us. I study came. My niggas back in Kane. Yeah. Well, we both trying to do gay numbers. My justice hesitated cause I'm melanated I can smell the devil fragrance when the metal blazes These killers got no mask, that mean they vaccinated